Speak. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. <laughs> Hit it. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Toga! Toga! We're here to fuck shit up. I approach you from the front and kind of like, wow, this dude's pretty serious. With Ad Walsh Disney. Then I walk away and you're like, damn, he likes to party with two R's. At Still Smooth Productions. 60% of the time, it works every time. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I'm going to continue. Don't ever interrupt me again. At St. Bales. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. Cheers! Cheers! Welcome to the eighth episode of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. We're glad to have you. The red light is on, and the red light means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us. A little senseless with the three muska fucking tears. Thanks, Bales. It's 4 6 18. Let him start drinking. That's April 6th, 2018. I still don't know why you love to do that, but we'll take it. People don't know numbers. I'm like me. This is the world's smartest idiot. That that he is. It's at St. Bales. How are you doing? I'm good. What's going on? We're doing a podcast. Well, no shit. <laughs> I'm out Walt Disney and to my left. You got still smooth. We got a beer in and we are feeling really nice. The red light is, has been on for a little bit now, actually. We've been we've been working, putting in some extra work. For oh you. man, are you guys ready for a fucking Sunday? Yeah, speaking of a fucking Sunday, it's Masters weekend. The Masters is here, and because we had the Masters, we want you all to be prepared for a little bit of extra nonsense. Bonus footage. Pew 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 pew. That'll come in the form of a an in depth interview with our PGA insider. That'll come to you on Sunday, the culmination bright and of the early, Masters. Bright and early Sunday morning. You can't go to church. You got to listen to this. Because this is church. Welcome to church. Again, it's the Bold Nonsense Podcast, and we have so much good stuff for you, starting with a little bit of, a little bit of controversy. You know, a couple weeks ago, my, I, my, I the man to my left at Still Smooth and the man to my right at St. Bales, they had a little, they had a little gentleman's wager. So we show up today. I know what you're getting at. We show up today. We're ready to record, and and we start talking about the ramifications of the loser. And what does Bailey say? Let's go over this again. So if you guys missed the episode for some reason, which I know you didn't, I know you listen every week. I had a bet with St. Bales. The bet went like this. It's very simple. I said the Blazers would not make it out of the first round. They would lose, which is easy money. Which is for Bales. Yes. And basically what Mike said was that San Antonio would miss the playoffs. The bet is, if one of those is correct, 
The, lo- the loser basically has to do some sort of punishment, which you, the listeners, choose. We've already had a couple submissions. Keep them rolling in. We'll choose the best one, and we'll, we'll go from there. maybe keep them rolling in. We're not even sure, because it sure seems like somebody... Got cold doesn't want to do the bet. Wait, no real more. quick. It's looking gonna, for a back on. door. It's going to break even, though, because the Blazers. You don't know that. Will make it out of the first round. Well, it doesn't and matter. And the Spurs are making the playoffs. Moot point. You, you're trying to get out of this bet. I'm what, not getting out of it. What, what you we Welshing said, bastard. What we said is if both of us. I voted are, for Putin. If both of us are correct, then we both serve the punishment. And I'm down with that. So you and I are going to do a bet to get... We're, yes. we're going to be punished together? I don't know. Gonna are you? It's for are the you? good of the podcast, for the good of the senseless. We want the senseless listeners out there looking for us. So hold on, hold on, hold on. I we want in the community. Oh, no, hold, hold, on. On. hold on, hold on. No, no, no. no. It, I backed it, out. I backed out. You yes, heard no, it? No, I did back out. Listen, listen. Out. Listen, listen, listen. No, 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 no. Hold on. I no, no semi-sort of backed out. What because no, semi-sorta. It's like up? saying you're kind of pregnant. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you're either six you're ba- months or you just gained a gun. Put it on record. Are you backing out of the bet or no? No, I'm not backing out of the bet. Okay, okay. word. But I had, or- but I had originally forgotten the bet all in all, and so I thought it was, I thought it was just the Spurs making or not making the playoffs. I apologize. I'm still in on board with this. Okay, the fact that Still Smooth and I are gonna be punished together is absolutely so. brilliant. I don't think so. Not unless one of you <laughs> is a singular loser. <laughs> well, shit, that ain't happening. Okay, we'll see. Hey, Rip City on the ass. Stay tuned. Hashtag. Look for us in the local communities. You will know when the punishment and is we, going down. And f- from us at the Bold Nonsense Podcast, we would like to thank you for keeping at St. Bales to his word. Because right, right before this, we we basically saw witnessed a meltdown where St. Bale's... It wasn't a fucking <laughs> meltdown. I thought you guys were just clarifying it as just the Spurs making the playoffs or not. I'd forgotten the entire part about the Blazers getting past. I don't even need to worry about that because they are getting out of the first round. That's going to be cake. That'll be fucking cake. But we'll get it... We will get more into the NBA playoffs next week since it starts, what, next Saturday or Sunday? Uh, I hope uh, uh, getting, I hope, it's I coming hope up. Dame, I hope Dame gets healthy. Dot, dot, hey, dot. Um, he will. <laughs> from 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 out Walsh, From my perspective, I'm just hoping for you both to lose. <laughs> I want you both to be embarrass yourselves. I think in public. Time. Which is gonna be, be amazing. We should do it at Washington Square. Yes. No ads. You should. No. Yes. Yeah. Nobody. Fuck nobody. The mall. We don't do ads here until. We see some uh, some comeback. Some cash on the table. If you want to be the official sponsor of the Bold Nonsense podcast, mail it in to us. St. Jude already did. Oh, we get official mail. We might get some leaf fly here from our PGA Insider. Yeah. You'll see that on Sunday. Do you know what leaf fly is, Walsh? Uh, no. Of course you don't. You will, you <laughs> will soon. <laughs> You'll see that on Sunday, but what you will get today is some news because that's what we do. You'll get another trivia question. We promise you that. That's coming up in just a second. We'll wrap up March Madness and finally get you that interview with the guru. Again, trivia, news, the guru interview that you've been waiting for for like a month now. We're going we're gonna to open up. We're going to get a new game in at recess, and then we're going to hit our 
draft positions preview before we get the hell out of here. You can look forward to all of that, but let's start where we usually start with trivia. Trivia. Trivia! Trivia! Last week's trivia question. That was that was your question at St. Bale, so why don't you... Uh, well, I think I'm just like in charge of trivia from here on out. Uh, but anyway, uh, what year, last week's, is uh, what year was it when all four number one seeds made the final four in the NCAA tournament? Uh, we didn't get any responses. I heard from the man himself, uh, Dr. B. You heard from Dr. B? Dr. B got the, the year right, oh. and he did not get the teams right. So he got half credit. Yeah, I also got a great guess from Young Walsh. Young Walsh. Yep. Okay. The pirate beard himself. <laughs> nice. Mr. Redbeard or something like that. Soon to be married pirate beard. Yeah. Yeah. Hell fucking yeah. I love Muzzle, that. Muzzle I, to you, sir. I am excited. Walsh weddings are something to look forward to. Yeah. Always a great time. Someone will forget who they are. You can guarantee you that. But what was the answer for last week's trivia question, Bales? Uh, the answer was the year uh, 2008. Was when all four number one seeds made the final four. That was when Kansas, North Carolina, UCLA, and Memphis made the tournament. That was the year uh, I was fucking pissed off because Memphis should have won that national title game, but Mario Chalmers had to go and fuck it ever fuck it all up. Shout out D Rose. Uh, yes. Sh- shout out to um, Alaska. Shout out where Mario to- Chalmers is from. Shout out to Derek Rose. Shout out to Joey Dorsey. Shout out to Chris oh, Douglas Joey Roberts. Dorsey. <laughs> shout That's out to Robert. Nice. Shout out to Robert Dozier. Oh, the skinniest power forward I think in college basketball history. Yeah, nobody's uh, nobody's got the facts like you. That team was fucking raw. I wanted that team to win so fucking bad. I followed them from start to finish. Great. Calipari's a genius. Yeah. Uh, Kansas. Sure. Uh, Darrell Arthur. What's he doing now? Are we breaking down teams from 2008 at this point? We can move on. You want to give him next? Next! All right. Graham, why don't you uh, give him next week's question? And t- why, do we, why do we have this kind of question? Uh, it is Master's Week. Master's. Master's Week. Happy Master's Week. And I don't week. know how much or how much you guys pay attention to golf, so we're going to kind of give you a little dumbed-down question here for you. But this week's trivia question, what city and state hosts uh, the Master's Tournament? City and state. That is a softball, so get at us with your answers. It is a lot. We hope to hear from you. We will we will be tallying up the winners here, and once we get some funding, we will have some prizes for our, our winners. So please, keep them coming. Prizes will be on the way. No, they will not be a car, but they will be more than a sticker somewhere in the middle. I actually do want to kind of do the sticker idea and start slapping shit all over, like, signs in the city. That would be sweet. Ooh. Stop, so just stop sign, stop sign, stop. <laughs> Bull nonsense. Put it on certain monuments around Portland? Yeah. Certain monuments? Like the sta- you, you guys ever seen? Mind? You ever seen Portlandia with, with like the person like reaching their hand down? Stick that right on their face or outside the standard building? In their hand. Like the, yeah. big, gold, like the big gold elk that's in the park, park blocks? Do you know about this? Yes, I do. Put put a bold nonsense sticker on the gold L or right in the middle. Isn't wait? What's outside of uh? Wasn't wasn't there? Didn't there used to be like a glove outside of Providence Park? 
when the Beavers played there? Is there still there's a little a face. face? There's a face now. Yes, that was a face. We can put one on the window of the Motor Center. Yes, we can. We can. Uh, Bottom put, line, we should put gonna, one on gonna, every bridge. We're gonna tag the city on Bottom every bridge. Bottom line, check for our vandalism <laughs> all over the city. Apparently, but let's not. Let's don't not, tell it. Don't tell anybody. Shh. Don't yeah. report this podcast. Shh. Don't tell them it was us. It'll have more nonsense on it, but don't tell them <laughs> who did it. Let's let's get going. The people have waited enough for the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Starting with the NFL because that's where we usually start, and they're not even in season. We have another signing, Jordan Matthews, the guy who went from the Eagles to the Bills. Now he goes to the Patriots. Mm. Uh, nobody knows what they do with their receiver core on a year-to-year basis. Well, he'll probably do more than what he did in Buffalo. Let's just let's just put it that you got to hope he does. <laughs> uh, what, what was that last year? Terrible. He was off it was the, terrible. He was That's off the was. fucking radar from, from week one to week 17. I blame Nathan Peterman, and he wasn't even playing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who now is playing again, Did, Marquette King. Oh, from the Raiders to the Broncos, an oh. in-division rival. He's going AFC West guy. Did uh, did you see? I follow I follow Marquette King on Instagram. Did yeah, you, see you do. Did you see his uh, post? No. He was shaking John Elway's hand, he, and the the caption was in quotes. He's like, "Oh, number seven's retired here. I'll take number one." <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Number one fits that guy perfectly. Good for Love him. It. Love That's it. That's dope. Some uh, some awesome vibes into Denver. And hey, man, his guy. his punts are gonna sail even further. Mile high, thin oh, air. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Ooh, cops in the yard corner. Punts. Those are sixty-yard punts. That's going to be gonna that's going to be the main highlight of the Denver Broncos next year. Five second, they, five second hang time. They are going to be deadly dick. <laughs> they are going to be garbage. But I'm their team, punt I'm game is going right to be right on point. Special teams player of the year. You heard it here first. Okay, telling and you right now, Denver will finish last in the AFC West. Next. Why don't you take us to the next one? Uh, the next one, uh, Geno Smith, former quarterback at West Virginia University. Signs with my Los Angeles Chargers. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, congratulations, by the way. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Super Bowl. I'm not so away. Super Bowl no, or bust, right? I'm not thrilled. So here, here's the thing. Kellen well, you Cle- finally got a number one quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Kellen Clemens, who's been in the league since probably 1977. Uh, uh, he he's about to retire. Uh, he hasn't done diddly dick uh, his entire career. Cardale Jones, the man only played three games in college, and he's somehow uh, on a depth chart in the NFL. Uh, we bring in Geno Smith for some fucking reason. Guy, guy is an absolute moron. <laughs> I have no idea what the front office was thinking. Good I got. Lord, I, I looked at Twitter. I looked at Twitter. And I sent that picture to you guys of welcome Geno Smith to the Chargers. Yeah. I sent that to you in the, in the in the group text, and I got no response. And I was okay with that because that's how I felt too, Le- deep down. Le- I didn't. Okay. 
Let me ask you this. I was pissed. Which one of Gino's teammates will now punch him in the face? Probably all. Ooh. Who's the first to strike Gino in the face? God, I hope it's I bet, Joe I bet. I bet there will be a quarterback meeting. I hope meeting. it's Rivers. I bet yeah, there will be a quarterback be awesome. meeting. Yeah. Philip. Philip. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's Roberto Aguayo. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Fuck him. Uh, I, I hope it's at least Philip Rivers in a quarterback I meeting for sure. I would love that. Watching film, stands Great. up, turns around, smacks him right in the face. Geno Smith Great will, stuff coming Gino out of San, at L.A. now. Oh, my God. I almost said San Diego. Geno Smith will get cut before week one. Who will get cut first, Geno Smith or Robert DeWile? <laughs> you same, have to choose same one. Day. Yeah, no, same day. No, you have to choose double one. Cut, you have cut. to keep one on your team. Okay. The last day when they're making the the 75 to, to the 53 or whatever it is, uh-huh. 65 to the 53. They're both getting cut same day. No, who you gets, have to have one on your team. Who gets brought into the office first? Who has like to they, go see coach they, and bring their playbook? This, this is hard knocks. Who gets brought into the office first? Who's like easier to cut? Oh, Roberto Aguayo. Okay. Okay. We yeah, just signed Caleb Sturgis. Hey. Yeah, I like He's Sturgis. their starter. Hey. Yeah. So that means yeah. Geno Smith on the Chargers taking up a roster spot the entire season. Going to be great stuff coming wait, out of wait, L.A. <laughs> oh, I thought, that was, I thought that was real. Halfway through, I thought you were going to throw up on my arm. I'm really glad you didn't. I appreciate that. I should be in Hollywood. Uh, the, Next. L- the other LA team is a lot better than the Chargers. They're called the Rams, and Aaron Donald plays for them. He also, in the offseason, uh, does like, Krav Maga and blocks knife attacks, apparently. But they're not real knives. And, and you, conspiracy, conspiracy theory guy, you have a theory on this. I pointed out that this... Video was released because I thought it was real and I have yet to be proven it wasn't real. But you have to be, it has to be pointed out that this video of Aaron Donald blocking these knives as a part of a training program was released on April Fool's Day. Knife? It's not a knife. It's not a knife. (laughs) Oh, that is a knife, isn't it? No, this is a knife. That's a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> they, they were knives or, uh, or something coming from bales. <laughs> Let's just go to the next thing. Uh, from people blocking knives or not knives or uh, terrible Australian accents uh, to people who will be making a huge impact on their teams. Brandon Cooks. We probably maybe should have put this up. Up above, but we didn't, so you get to hear about it now. Brandon Cooks went from the Patriots to the Rams in a trade um, that what, the Patriots got back, what, a uh, the 23rd pick overall? In a fourth round as well, is in that correct? In a fourth round, yeah, that's what I was stuck on, the fourth round. Um, well, This is crazy. The Rams are just diving in, man. I kind of like, like the Pats pickup, though. The 23rd overall in the fourth rounder. I like Brandon Cooks, but he's a one-trick pony for what he is. Yeah, I don't I don't think that in a trade, like, one team has to win or the other. I think they both I think benefit. both teams yeah. win here, and yeah. I think those are the best trades. I think that, I mean, Sammy Watkins is just, what, he's, he's not going to be in L.A. next year. Or is he? Well, he's not because he's signed with the Chiefs. That's right. He's a chief. Just a little reminder for Bales. He's a chief. A so, lot's happened this offseason. So, so think of it. Yeah. Holy shit, I can't keep I can't keep track of all this. Real quick though, Kramer, how do you feel about Sammy Watkins? I like Watkins. Do you? I like Watkins. Are you sure? Two weeks ago. Don't what was it? Three weeks ago, he's on this podcast. 
ranting about how much Watkins is sucks. He's up. And how he doesn't earn uh, his dude, money and you play, play the clip back. Somebody go look back and find find Kramer's thoughts on Sammy Watkins and let us know because what you're saying now does not compute in my mind. Let let me clarify. I like I want to like Sammy Watkins. But uh. he's burned me so many times on 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 uh DraftKings. Uh. I'm bitter. Mm, so okay. yes. So it's a personal correct. thing. Yes. A personal <laughs> grudge. A personal grudge. Think of it this way. That's though. fine. Think We're of, fine with personal grudges like, on this it's podcast. It's like you wanna you wanna like someone, but you just keep on getting burned. Yeah, it's just like their face kind of sucks, so you're just like, whatever. Yeah, he doesn't have a great face. Screw that guy. Think of it this way. Got a punchable face. Punchable <laughs> face. <laughs> you got you kind of like bales. Ha. <laughs> 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 That's good. Uh think of think of it this way. Cook's on one side. Robert Woods on the other. Okay. Cooper Cup. Okay. Yeah. Higby. Tyler Higby. The tight end. Think of it that way. Jared Goff is beaten off right now for that offense he has in LA. Think of it this way. The Seahawks are fucking garbage. The Cardinals are fucking garbage. The Seahawks are going to lose that division outright. San Francisco is their only worry, which is... We'll see how it pans out over the summer. But seriously, this is this is LA's battle to win or lose. They need a fucking They sign all these guys, they sign they, they bring in Sue, they bring in Peters, they bring in Talib, they bring in Cooks. Yeah. You know fucking, what ba- now fucking get the shit done. You know what battle they really won? Was the battle for LA. I was just gonna say yeah. <laughs> I don't think the Chargers have any more room in their budget. Now for hold fake on Twitter. Now fans. hold on. They don't <laughs> They got the tail what? between the legs and just a walk. They're like moving out of LA. Well, here's the thing, guys. When Tio, the Tijuana Chargers. When the Bolts win the Tijuana Chargers. When the Bolts win the AFC West, I, I will have my feet up. How old will we be when that happens? Uh, well, you'll be 27. Kramer will be 27, and I'll be 26. So, go fuck yourself. I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm gonna have another what? prediction. What? Oh my god! What? Oh, we got predictions <laughs> oh. left and right. I'm gonna have Somebody prediction. keep track of these. Someone write this down. The uh, why don't you write the, it down? The Seahawks will fully rebuild their roster from a four and twelve season and <laughs> and win their division before the Chargers win their division. Ooh, what? I like that. Oh, you're such a dick. Okay, so Seahawks win the, their division before Chargers <laughs> win their division. They have next enough division. time to rebuild. Okay. And then win, <laughs> and win their division. All right. Well, let's end the NFL talk on that and just go <laughs> to the NBA because that's some good stuff. At Danger Russ Wilson. That's a good guy. A guy visits sick Fuck children. What? Guy goes to children's hospital every Tuesday. The guy Tuesday. throws on the one yard line in the biggest game of his life. That yeah, yeah. valid. Yeah. Fuck him. Kyrie Irving out for the year. Walsh. Uh, You're a Duke guy. Uh, are you pissed? I'm not surprised. Why? Right? He gets hurt all the time. He had a wire he was removed hurt. from his knee. He was hurt at Duke. Then he was hurt in like every season, and. Then, I don't know. Then there was like the three years that he was in Cleveland with LeBron. He wasn't hurt. And then he's hurt again. I don't know. He's just, he's injury prone. To a team that is going on the up instead of the down because they have a player not, no longer injured. The Timberwolves. 
They get Jimmy Butler back now. F- fucking huge, especially when the playoffs are going to start next weekend. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what do you think they've got left? They really can't push really for the season to change their seeding, right? Uh, I mean, seeds seeds four through ten are up in the air. Yeah. Um, I don't know the specific order, but Timberwolves, Thunder, Pelicans, Spurs, Nuggets, and Clippers. What we'll kind throw, of shot we'll, do you we'll think throw they the have Jazz in the, the the Jazz are also in there as well. Okay. But the Jazz are up there. The yeah. Jazz are the surprise team of the entire NBA season. Okay, we're not talking about the Jazz. What oh. kind of shot do you think the Timberwolves have in the playoffs with Jimmy back? It just depends who they play. We don't know who they're going to play yet, so let's let's wait and find out and we'll, we'll talk about that next week. I think the obvious I have no fucking idea. Okay. I think it I mean, their defensive prowess, right? Is yeah. is elevated. Right, Jimmy brings a whole nother lockdown, and a score. I mean, it's gonna at least yeah. open the court a little bit for Cat, because Cat needs to work in the paint. Yeah, Cat's the last true big guy that plays back to his basket. I mean, he can shoot and everything like that, but yeah, the guy hits threes. When he, he had does 50, everything. when he had fifty six the other night, he went six for eight from me on the arc. Unreal. That is huge. Well rounded game for the young man, the Calipari product. Calipari product, I guess. I think Cal might be a more of a product cat than the other way around. And the Cavs are a product of no LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, Ty Lue, but Ty Lue's back. We're happy to... The guy had a health issues and now he doesn't. Ty Lue got <laughs> caught so much flack for doing nothing and just being a P- POS on the bench. It actually made yeah. him sick. It actually made him sick. <laughs> And now oh my God. he, got, he yeah. got so stressed because he couldn't handle he was, the team. He was so <laughs> sick of not doing anything that he had to leave. He was having fucking bad dreams of Iverson's balls right in his face. Yeah. It, <laughs> I think I saw that uh, through that, what, they went nine games? They went nine games without Ty? I think so. I think they went eight and nine without that, in that stretch. Like, or eight and one. Eight sorry. and one, there eight it is. One. Yeah, eight and one yeah. in that stretch. Like, they don't need Ty Lue. No. That's... That's gotta be that's gotta be tough for him though. What a shot to your pride. <laughs> I mean, the man's getting paid, but yeah. Yeah, but you you gotta be putting work in. Yeah, you know. As soon as the, and it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know it doesn't matter. It yeah. goes in in one ear and out the other. I think as soon as LeBron leaves Cleveland, so does Ty. He you can fired. work as hard as you want, and none of it matters. Yeah. So why work hard at all? Do you like, think Ty, get up in the morning? Do you think Ty Lue will ever <laughs> grow the cornrows back? No, As a I don't coach, think he can. That's the only way he gets respect from his players. That's yeah. the only no way. Shit. Dude, He's got to. Maybe with hair plugs. Maybe the offseason. Should have gotten hair plugs while he was <laughs> off for nine games. Yeah, no shit. He got a lot of time. <laughs> Sleeping in. Fucking lazy ass. Bro, you know, who, you, you know who's got a lot of time because he refused to play basketball? Kawhi. Kawhi. The San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, who just lost to, to the Lakers. I was... I, uh, what, does I, that, what does that do for... Just your emotional. It sucks. State. So I, uh, I always, uh, we always have like an ongoing text message between my brother and I when the Spurs play uh, L.A. And I'm in class on Wednesday night, and my brother's like, "Hey man, got a good game going." I was like, "Oh, what, what's going on? What's going on?" I forgot we played tonight, and he's like, "Spreads, you know, six and a half. You want to put ten on it?" And I was like, "Dude, I don't, nah. feel, I don't feel good." Like at that point, I think San Antonio was up by four, maybe five, like. You know, they had a decent lead. It was going into the fourth. And I was just like, I, I texted my brother. I was like, I just don't feel good. 
San Antonio's going to piss it away somehow. And sure enough, I come back home, catch the end of the game, and they lose in overtime by 10. Yeah. They're not good right now. No. No. It's an average team that desperately needs their star back. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Kawhi coming back. We'll see. Hey, we'll see when he comes back. Without him, what do you think they can do in the playoffs? I think they... Depending on who they get mad, they're not making it past the second round. Absolutely. I'd be surprised if they make it out of the first round. Yeah. Well, you'll hear more about that next week. We have an NBA centered podcast. Speaking of laugh in the face, uh, did you guys see that game winner uh, Chris Paul hit over Wade Baldwin? I did. For Portland? I did see that. So fucked. Fucking fuck you, Chris Paul. I didn't. I So run me through this. I just saw the highlights. Portland was down 17. Yeah, and the second unit, second unit came in. Layman, Layman, Leonard, good old Jake, the boys, the beard, the squad was was Pat on the floor. Wade Baldwin, Pat should have been on the floor. Do you see Pat smacked his face after that dunk? Like break it? No, he was he was up, but like he got checked, but like he. You know what? You know what that tells me? The fact that Pat didn't break his face, that he's better than Embiid. Wow. Pat Pat predictions here on the Bold Nonsense podcast. <laughs> a whole lot of nonsense. Pat Connaughton over Joel Embiid. Yeah, with the alligator, right? Yeah, that that's some second grade math shit. Greater than, less than. Greater I don't think than, I need you to tell me greater my, than or equal to my math Ooh. levels as second graders. Ooh. But you know, hey. whatever. Shout out Gene Sherry. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. If you're listening, Sherry, we loved you. Still love you. Still love you. I don't know who you are. We're talking, about our, second grade, we're talking about our second grade teacher. That's amazing. I do know who James Paxton is. And you know who else knows who James Paxton is? Who's James Paxton? Bald Eagles. <laughs> James Paxton is a pitcher for the Seattle Mariners. Oh, yeah. We saw him pitch. Yeah, we did. Yeah, saw him pitch on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. last week. You already forgot his name. That's Gave awesome. Gave him a grand slam in the first inning. Glad <laughs> you were paying. Oh yeah, I saw it. It was not good. He, yeah, he hasn't gotten off to a great start, but he did. Uh, he did get attacked by a bald eagle that didn't phase him. That's a pretty gangster move. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. I I did see that. Can you guys? I was think hoping of, you did. Since can, we were talking about. It. Can you guys think of anything more American than having a bald eagle rest on your shoulders? And he's Canadian. Is he he's Amer- Canadian? Yeah. Is he American now? It's just, did we adopt him? Oh, I don't. Did just, we adopt him? He just got. His, I think we. Just got I his think green we card. adopted Canada yes. a long time ago. So we just include like all of their athletes are American. I they think play it's just. I think it was a symbol of how much Canada is under our wing. Yeah, like little brother Canada, like literally and figuratively. Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> I think that, I thought that was pretty cool. Canada, no, you lost. You lost your athlete. He's now. He's now American. He's now American, Suck which it. means he'll probably pitch better. Yeah. Because he kind of started off sucking, but I thought it was just so cool how he's unfazed, just like he just like leaned over. I mean that bald eagle. The, you can see the talons from like. Oh, you could feel those. He wasn't wearing away. He, he was, wasn't wearing a pad on his shoulder or anything like that. No, you could feel that on your shoulder. It was just like those are talons. It was like, hey man, I got you. Do yeah. you need it? Yeah, I'm here. I'm chilling. I would have freaked out. I would have pissed myself. Yeah. And he was wearing the gray jersey, so he just. He's like, right, all, all been out there. Whatever. Dark, dark stain right on the front of the jersey. Such a gangster move by that guy. Yeah. No, that was. Uh, it was cool though. It was cool. He probably said he, Canadian. He probably said sorry to the eagle. Surrey. Surrey. You know, I uh, I found a I found a Sorry. picture though online of when that happened, and uh, James Paxton looked 
James Paxton looks exactly like Chuck Nolo from the side. Looks identical. Mr. Buckets? Mr. Buckets. Um, uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to find the picture later. But same unflappability as well as yes. Mr. Buckets. Uh, the, next, the next story we want to get to in the MLB. Adrian Beltre, former Mariner, one of my favorite Mariners, passes Rod Carew for most hits by a Latin American-born baseball player. Rod Cashew? It's 3,055 hits. That's a lot of hits, especially for a guy who really couldn't hit in Seattle. No one can play in Seattle. How, how many Hit. hits did he get? He's, yeah, that was he in that game he got his 3055th hit. So he beat Bernie Mac. My god. <laughs> <laughs> you nice. might have just Mr. 3000. You might have just referenced a worse movie oh. than the John Cena movie we yelled at you about last <laughs> last pod. What was the la- which one was that? Uh well, I don't know. You watched it multiple multiple times. The Marine Sure. Or no, uh, 12, 12 rounds. It was 12 rounds. I don't know. Do you, I, I don't have the uh, John Cena movie catalog around me like you do. Mike has a big uh, so. big movie cat. Mike's a big DVD guy, and I love that about him. Big DVD I just like looking guy. at all the DVDs. He's I got love, quite the collection. I love how far, a, like, how random his top four movies are. Let's just get a quick poll. Top, what three, are top, top three movies. No, you got to get all top four because they're completely different. Okay. Give us your top four. Animal House? Yep. Wanderlust? <laughs> That's the <What>? one. That's <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> one Fucking flew, Wanderlust. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? <laughs> out, of, out of left field. <laughs> and uh, probably Goodfellas. <laughs> they I love that Wanderlust. None is in of, there. I love that it's but just like a roller coaster of movies. I got a, I got a lot of honorable mentions. That's a whole fucking list you don't want to get into. I'm not gonna knock on Wanderlust though. That's a great movie. That's a great film. No, you're a that's fool. a great film. You are not that a gentleman a and a film. scholar. That that film is We should watch that together. Nightmare. We should watch that together, the three of us. I never want to watch it again. I'm in. What? I know no. No. I'm surprised it didn't win an Academy Award. I think you've just been demoted from host of this podcast. Yeah. Dens, Dens, you uh, you working uh, next Friday? Yeah. You got, you got anything Okay, good? I either need Friday? to hear from... I need to hear a whole bunch less from you and a whole lot more from your dad. God Which it. brings us to the My next dad, thing. Uh, Glenn... The guru. He thinks he's so fucking smart. Well, he is. That's why we got an interview with him. That's why he's called the guru. And that's why we want to go to March Madness. He's an Ivy Ivy League guy. Just really can't get into this thing. West Coast Ivy. The West Coast Ivy League. Because of him. Yes. All right. I guess. Ivy League of the West. Should we do it? Should we just... Yeah. Let's let's jump into the interview with the guru right now. Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. What do you say we interview you? We're doing the interview now, not you. Joining us on the phone is uh, a true uh, gift to the world, uh, the guru himself. Yes, he is known as my father, my dad, uh, Mr. Glenn Bailey. Uh, Glenn, what's going on? How you doing there, partner? <laughs> I'm good. Um, sorry we didn't get you into the pod. Um, you know, in person to talk March Madness, but ho- hopefully this will do. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> First off, uh, I apologize that Michigan didn't win. Uh, I, 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 actually, I don't apologize. I, I didn't want Michigan to win at all um, because I didn't want you to win your bracket 
But uh, were you pretty pissed on Monday night? No, because I thought Villanova played about as good as a team can play. And in fact, I see them over the next few years uh, kind of becoming what Alabama is to college football right now. <laughs> Shut up. I think, they're, I think they're on a roll. Why is that? They don't have any. They they don't have any big time prospects. They've, they've got good coaching. Well, no, yeah, and the, the moth. Jay, Jay Wright falls into the category of the mafia don. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he dresses well. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't him and count. Is is Jay Wright doing something up his sleeve that we don't know about? No. Or, or is he is he a full class? Is he a is he a class act, classy coach like he's always been? I think he's a class act, classy coach as he's always been. Well, thanks. Uh, he's just he's just got things on a roll right now for Villanova. I I uh, I thought they were very impressive. Yeah. Uh, very impressive. Well, speaking of impressive, what did you think of Loyola Chicago this year? That was kind of neat. I uh, was rather impressed with them. Good coaching. Uh, their coach is uh, out of a Rick Majerus system, and um, I I always like Coach Majerus. I know you do. You have like fifteen books of him. I just have one. Book oh, no, you you got more than that. No, just one. Okay. Uh, uh, go on. I think uh, Loyola was really a really a surprise. And uh, a very pleasant surprise. Um, I like uh, the nun, the, the <laughs> sister. Uh, sister she, Jean. She was great. Sister Jean. Huh? Sister Jean, yeah. She was great. Why? Was great. Why was she great? You're just very calming and very uh, very knowledgeable about basketball. Oh, shut up. She didn't know. Yeah. She, she didn't know anything going on. What are you talking about? Hey. She didn't know what fucking day it was. Oh, she did too. Oh my god. Okay. So, I, I thought she was great. Good. I know you're you're saying that you've said for all these years. Uh, what what's the saying you say about Kansas? Oh well, Kansas under Bill Self is going to find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> and, and and how you've probably been saying that since I was little. Uh, or I, since, I have. Or since Ever Bill since we saw uh, Kansas play Nevada down in Reno. That's right. That's Bill right. Bill's first season. Um, I've been saying, you know, Kansas is going to find a way to fuck it up. All right, Pop. Uh, well, what would you think of uh, this year's broadcasters? Same old Jim Nance uh, and, and, and the squad and, and Gumbel and Barkley. What do you think of Barkley doing some college basketball? Oh, I think he's. I think Barkley's kind of, kind of fun to, fun to have around. He's gonna, he's gonna say what he thinks. I think Kenny Smith <laughs> says what he thinks too, and uh, although a little, uh, a little nicer about it. Yeah, they make a good team. But I was really most impressed with the, uh, with the broadcast team of Nance and Raftery and uh, and Grant Hill. And congratulations to Grant Hill on getting in the Hall of Fame. But uh, Raftery, uh, Raftery just 
is fun to listen to. Yeah. You know, he, he does his mimet, mimet, and onions, and just, just a lot of fun. Do you think players should get paid? Well, that depends on what you call pay. I think, I don't think having a little stipend uh, of a couple hundred bucks for a period of time uh, would hurt anybody. But I think if you're getting to the point where you're paying thousands of dollars. And, Some Sean Miller shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with that. Um, Not into that. Is there anything else college basketball you had in that in that great mind of yours that you wanted to, to mention? Oh, no. <laughs> um, I, I think... Uh, I think Eddie Murphy would make a good Avery Johnson. <laughs> if they did an Avery Johnson, uh, a movie if about they Avery did, Johnson? Ever, ever did the Avery Johnson story, they should go to Eddie Murphy first. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. Dead <Yeah>. giveaway. <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. Are you going to get five minutes out of this? Yeah, we'll, we will definitely give five minutes out of this. This was perfect. Uh, but we really do appreciate you coming on the Bold Nonsense podcast. Come back for another visit sometime. Stay a little longer. <laughs> well, I'll bring, uh, I'll bring uh, Walsh and I'll bring, uh, I'll bring Kramer over too. How about that? And we, we can bring the mic in and, and we can have uh, Glenn Bailey uncensored. You're going you're gonna to actually bring in a microphone? We have a microphone. How do you think we record the fucking thing? Well, that's, uh, that's progress. <laughs> All right. Glenn Bailey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Dad, good talking to you. Thanks for uh, coming on. Nice and, talking uh, to you. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. It's, it's always just amazing to hear from that guy. That guy's a Guy's a fucking goon. You just I hope you soaked all of that in because you just heard genius stuff from Guru. I think he he has such a great he has my favorite type of personality. His humor. Oh yeah. I think he's the funniest guy. He he's just spot on with his jokes. Ready to go. I always laugh at whatever he says. No matter uh, what it is. No, yeah. hey, here, here's the thing. I will tell you right now, he would have had a lot better stuff to say if you two would have been in the room. I think he gave us uh, quite a few good sound well, bites. He, he, he will absolutely go to town after at least a few gin and tonics with At Still Smooth and At Walsh Disney the next time we have him yeah, on live. Not the last time you heard from Guru. Oh, yeah. no. He'll yeah. be on. This is a promise. Guru, we will take you to Ringo's. No ads. Bring you back here. We'll get you on the mic and see what else you got to say. And you can sleep on the futon. Deal. <laughs> wow. Put his own father on the futon. Slept on that futon. It's not great. We'll, we'll pay for an Uber for him to get home, and then he can be the sheriff's problem. What if he fell asleep in the, in the uh, Uber? Not like bottom line. <laughs> I will tell you <laughs> right now. Like you, you fell asleep in the Uber. I fell asleep in the Uber. Walsh didn't know where he was going back to your house. I get my, that was a nightmare. <laughs> I get my falling asleep attribute. I forgot I was my, the only fucking adult in the street. <laughs> no, no, listen. I get my falling asleep attribute from my dad. Guarantee he doesn't fall asleep as... At many public places like you do. I did fall asleep at Providence Park. I did fall asleep at the Mona Center. And I also did (laughs) fall asleep. Where else did I fall asleep? The Link. The Link? Yeah. 
Uh, country concert. Oh, for the brand. Oh, and but, okay, no. In Eugene. I no. Hold on. Austin <laughs> Stadium. Hold on. Hold, on, hold on. I did not fall asleep at Austin Stadium. Yes, you absolutely I was, did. I was fucking wait. I remember that you game. You fell asleep. No, I did not fall asleep at Austin Stadium. <laughs> we were in the seats I bought, and then after Washington State scored the first touchdown, probably within a minute and a half. I I swore like a fucking sailor. I've never heard a sentence with more profanity in it. And and all these Oregon alumni turned around and yelled at me and was like, Hey, calm down. It's just the beginning of the game. So we left. I was livid. (laughs) So we went, we somehow got up to the club level. Terrible. I got a $15 beer. Such a fucking nightmare. Such a fucking nightmare. The whole day was a nightmare. Anyway, let's get we can I fall asleep a lot of places. We digressed so far from the guru and his interview. We want to thank him for doing that. It's, it's awesome to hear from him, and he gave us great insight. That's our that's is that our March Madness stuff? Do we want to give our thoughts on it real quick? Yeah, um, March Madness. Th- March Madness this year wasn't as exciting as it used. Like I usually think it was is any other year, and I'm glad Nova won. That's who I had winning from the get go. Fuck that! Purdue should have won the whole goddamn thing. Isaac Hosh shouldn't have gotten hurt. I should have won that sixteen hundred. Uh, other than that, college basketball this year wasn't even that great. No. And uh, I so think- moving on. Next, the Masters is happening, but you'll get all of that, all the Masters goodies. Sunday. Sunday. Stay ready for it. Look out on Sunday for our Masters recap slash preview for the Sunday uh, final round. You will get a special episode with our PJ Insider, as Walsh had teased earlier. (sighs) Why are you yawning? Because I need a break. So let's go to recess. Nice. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. This week for recess, we want to play a new game. Mm. We actually just came up with it before before we started. Uh, before we turned the red light on. That's what it's, happens at recess. It's called back alley brawl. Yeah. Back alley brawl. Okay, it's called back alley brawl. And the way we played this game... Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Because we, we need to tell you, because we made it up. It's really, we, who do you want to take... Who do you want to have on your team in a back alley brawl? You get three athletes. Who do you want to fight? I think, who do you want to fight with? Th- so we're each going to go one by one, give you our three athletes that we want on our team in a back alley brawl. But before we start, as always, the senseless, make sure you play along with us. Hit us up. Let us know who you want to fight with. Maybe it's one of us. Hopefully not because you'll what probably lose. It? Then they'll lose that fight. Yeah, so don't will. make it us, but let us know who you do want to fight with. And let us know if you like who we want to fight with. Are you ready? Let's start. Yeah. Let's just go uh, my left to, to, to right. Ding, 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 ding. Round one. Fight. Kramer, go. Uh, I'm going to have Zidane. I'm going to go. I like his headbutting skills. Oh! I like the, the rogue headbutts. You're yeah. always looking for the hands, but you're never watching for the you're headbutt. Never, yeah, you can distract him with the hand movement. If he, if he doesn't have the headbutt, I think he, he can go like the two-foot kind of side stomp right, ah! the, right in the chest. The ankle like Tony Fino. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So my first round draft pick is Zidane. 
I like that. I did not see that one coming, and I like it a lot. Uh, my first round pick. It's not a player. It is an athlete, though. Rex Ryan. <laughs> Oh Mr. Rex God. Ryan, him you and his are. brother just got in a in a bar brawl. So I was like, "Hey, why not just take that, take <laughs> that momentum, bring it to my team?" I had to choose between Rob and Rex. I went with Rex. I like Rex. I think he's got more hidden anger. Yeah, I like, that's that's key in a in a back alley brawl. You gotta have it. So you're going both brothers? No, just one, just Rex. Just Rex. I just want Rex. What's his forty time? Not good. That's I, right. You don't have a. You don't run a forty in a back alley brawl. You, you fight people. Head on a swivel. Head you on a swivel. People. Okay. Head well, on a swivel. Uh, my number one guy to fuck all y'all guys up in a in a backyard brawl. Vontez Perfect. All six oh, one. All six one. Two hundred forty eight pounds of him. Yeah, that's some he crazy. He will too. absolutely light Rex up. He will light. Oh. Fucking bullshit! Oh my god! Don't fucking even get started with me. See, Rex is just gonna wait in the back, and then oh he's gonna cut Vontez right. You'll, in the you'll knees. have to see my whole complete team, and I have a little bit of everything, and my yeah. team's about to fuck you up. Because you gotta remember, it's not one-on-one fighting no. here, people. Vaughn, I do love the perfect pick, but it's not one-on-one fighting. You're it's coming all all, all out war, all angles, the chokeholds from behind, pile yeah. drivers. Just keep that in mind when you pick your teams, Bailey. Great pick. I, I I'm like leaning pick. towards Bale's team winning right now at I this like point. That. But let's go round two, Kramer. Are we snaking it or is it back to Kramer? I go with back to Kramer. Okay, fine. I don't know if you guys are going to like this pick. I have my reasons. Doesn't sound like it. Boban Morjanovic. Jesus oh, Christ. big guy. Dude, think of the size of those hands and that reach. Nobody yeah. can get close to that. Dude, he gets the those garbage stand. can lids on you. Bro, he's pounding on the top of your head. Bop, bop, bop. You got to be careful with the big guys, go- Big guys, though. They grew up with their entire life being too big. Yeah. They usually, they're they're too soft. Snap their knee real quick. That That oh, is the yeah. thing. That is the thing. Yeah, you gotta, ankle biters. You got to be aware of getting swept ankle on the biters. legs. But I do, it's outside of the box thinking. You got he, an outside of the box team. He looks like he could take, he doesn't have a glass chin. He's got, he's got a concrete Doesn't face. matter. He can't reach his chin. Yeah. You're not getting close to him, man. How he's is, swinging. What about the southern region? Because that's where he's gonna be, people are going to be swinging. Bro, he's got, he's got everything. We're fine. We're fine. Mm, bring a, well-rounded. Bring a cup, Bo- Boban. I'm going, my next pick, Gerald Green. You all see him step up for, for Chris Paul the other, like a couple weeks ago? I do. I do like oh that. Gerald Green, God. he's got some crazy to him. No. Like he's just gonna see red. He's gonna try and jump over everyone. You're gonna think he's coming right at you. He'll just jump right over you, and he'll give you like a back kick. Yep, just kick you in the back of the neck like a spider monkey. Joe yeah. Green, who's your next guy? Uh, the six foot seven, two hundred and sixty pound, formerly known as Ron Artest. His name is oh. Metal World Peace. Metal. I don't care so how you fucking old he Metal is. Metal World Peace for the non peaceful. I don't care how fucking old he is. I don't care if he's retired. He can still fuck a motherfucker up. Wow. And I'm... Just uh, get somebody to throw a beer on him. I'm excited. There we go. Spark that fire. No shit. I'm excited to have him be my number two, possibly number one fighter. Um, I'd put Perfect at number two if Ron Artest was in his full uh, malice in the palace mode. Uh, I like how you're you're tearing them somehow. Well, yeah. Well, Like like you're going to fight... (laughs) <laughs> like it's Tekken. My number three could still be my number one or two. We, we'll see, okay, but, we'll see, but we'll get to that here in a second. All right, good pick. Kramer, give me your last guy. Make it strong. All I'm saying here 
is wild card. What is this guy gonna do? He's gonna come in the he's gonna come in the back of my posse wearing the trench coat, wearing the sunglasses, nose rings, Whoa. tattooed, dyed hair. Intimidation factor. Nose rings, tattoo, dyed hair. Dennis Rodman. You have no oh. idea what that motherfucker's gonna do. You gotta get him out of North Korea. He's got North Korea on his side. I was just gonna say, <laughs> you don't know what he learned over there. Some martial arts? I don't know. Probably not. The guy eats dinner with Kim Jong-un. He, yeah. some the guy shit is he knows. boys with Kim Jong-un. You there's know he's definitely he gonna come in thinking he's a god, just like him. But as long as that back alley is in the US, <laughs> Rodman's gonna be there and he's gonna be fighting for Kramer's team. My last pick. Mr. Workout himself, James Harrison. Oh, good pick. Mm. Good pick. Yeah, that dude will win the fight with one look. One look. So your teams aren't even going to get to fight. Okay. Because James is going to fuck everyone up. Is he, is he fighting in the, in the gray tracksuit, the sweatsuit? Dude, you know it. It's already going to be sweaty because yep. he's coming from the gym. Yep. Oh. He'll be swinging barbells. Yeah. Give me your last guy, Bales. All six foot three. 232 pounds of him. Yeah. Who's the strongest... I like how he has the height and weight. Who's the, like he's strong, announcing a, who's a the fight. strongest strong safety Now, entering in the, the ring. The strongest... Cam in the Chancellor? NFL? Ha ha, bitch! Nice. Cam Chancellor. Cam fucking Chancellor. That's my nice. number That's three nice. fighter on my team. I don't know. He, so he's, I know. he's a I, tackler, but he's, he's a, a He is a big motherfucker. I do. He is a hood motherfucker. I like that. He will eat all y'all asses. It's a good team. So we have three NFL stars. We no, have... no. I got two NFLs and one NBA. Oh, a test. Yeah. World peace. Meta world peace. Two NFL, one NBA. You I have... had, I, I have a, uh, an NFL player, an NBA player, and I have a coach. <laughs> I, have, I have a retired coach. I Re- retired? You mean fired? Well, fired. Yeah. <laughs> and you have you have an NBA player, in a, a soccer player, a tired soccer player, <laughs> for, who was famous for a headbutt like twelve years ago, and a backup center. <laughs> and a back, yeah. <laughs> okay, good stuff. A lot of variety. That would be one hell of a back alley brawl. I cannot wait. Can three look, on three on three. So just just to recap, the teams, you had Bales. You had who? Vontez Perfect, Cam Chancellor, and Meta World Peace. I had Rex Ryan, Gerald Green, and I also had James Harrison. And you had Zidane, Boban, and Rodman. Rod. Wow. Let us know, senseless. Let us know your teams. Let us know who you think would win in our back alley brawl. Man, that would be some Damn, fun. You know that would be some fun stuff to do at recess. That's our game. That's back alley brawl. Hopefully you play along. Because this is recess, and we like participants. And hopefully you hit us on Twitter, uh, bold underscore nonsense. Uh, on Instagram, bold dot nonsense. If you want to post three pictures of three three guys that you could actually see beating yeah, one of our three move. teams. That's a good uh, move. Or you could email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. I just found out what our uh, email was about an hour yeah. ago. We say it every week. Kramer had no idea. I'm more of the IG guy. You're more of a guy who doesn't pay attention. No, no emails from me. Doing no emails from you. Not a professional at all. No. All right. Well, that's recess. Let's go back to class. Fuck class. Back to school. Back to school. To prove to dad that I'm not a fool. 
Oh, back to school. Our last class of the day, our last topic, it's of course our draft positions preview. preview. And this week we've got tight ends. Uh, let me back up a little bit. We didn't do it last week. Uh, we want to take a break, make sure we were ready, really give it everything to you. And also, the way we wanted to schedule it, we wanted to be able to do quarterbacks really close to the draft. Uh, so we decided, let's hold up, let's hold up, let's take a break, and just go and get two weeks of research in on the tight ends that we're going to do, and the edge rushers. The edge rushers, the way we break it down are D, some DNs, who are more of an edge rushing D end and uh, actual edge rushers like outside linebackers and like hybrid types. Are we? Are, which one are we starting with, D or the O? Let's start with offense. You want the O? Let's start with the offense. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? No. Let's do you. Do you want to start with D? I kind of do. Yeah. I. I, I okay. I kind of just want to. Okay. Let's give them the goods let's, first. Let's let's rapid fire these motherfuckers. Okay. Let's start with our edge rushers since Bales wants to go defense first. Here's the top five. I want to give him the D first. Creepy. Creepy. Oh, <laughs> worse. Stop. We're just going to, let's run down the top five. I'll run down my top five. And uh, you can give you your, so, and so then we'll go. Are we going DNs or are we going edge? Both. I put them all as one. So the way we're, it's. Oh, you put them all as one. Yeah. Okay. I, I have, uh, I have them. On here, DNs and hybrids and edge guys and stuff like that. But we're, we want to put them all kind of in order from, from there. Okay? Okay. You ready to go? I'm I'm more than ready Here's to go. my top five in order. Bradley Chubb from oh, NC State. Absolutely. Marcus Davenport is a D-end. Mm. He's my number two. Mm. Arden Key, LSU. He's an edge hybrid guy. Mm. Uh, and when I say hybrid, that means like an edge rusher slash linebacker type. Uh, Harold Landry is my four from Boston College. He's an edge guy. And then uh, my fifth guy, little little under the radar, Davin Bellamy, mm. NC State guy as oh, well. Oh, okay. Played with Bradley Chubb. Oh, He's okay. a defensive end and an edge rusher. Okay. My stuff. Well, What do I, you got? Well, first off. Uh, I had Bradley Chubb on there, outright number one. Yeah, easy. Uh, those 73 tackles, 10 sacks, uh, he's athletic, he's long, he's relentless. He's not afraid to make you afraid, and, and what he's going like to do that. in the league, he is going to be an immediate impact Yeah, when he gets into an organization. I'm thinking, it, you know... The Bucks, the Colts, um, the Bears, uh, those you know, those early first round guys. Uh, we'll see where Chubb goes. We have yeah. no idea. It is still a long ways away for the NFL draft. But Bradley yeah. Chubb, at six foot four, two hundred and sixty nine pounds, and still growing yeah. as a professional. My comp for him is uh, JPP pre my, pre hand injury. My comp for him is kind of Von Miller. In a sense, they're saying Chris Long, but what I, I watched, what I watched though, yeah, on tape, he kind of reminded me of Von Miller a little bit, just because, yeah, I think he was Von all Mil- over the fucking place. I think Von He's- Miller is more athletic than he is, and isn't as strong against the run as Bradley Chubb is. This is why, why I didn't think, I didn't want to go, and I didn't want to put that on him. Yeah, it's a lot to put on a guy. 
you mentioned uh, Marcus Davenport from UT uh, University of Texas San Antonio. Yeah. Um. Uh. What'd you What'd you think of him? Um. Well, I had him comped with Ziggy Ansah. I had him comped with Ziggy Ansah. It's a good one. I think that's Dude. what most people have. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It just it it makes so much sense because like smaller school guy. You know. I don't know. Just kind of raw. Davenport's. Uh, sophomore, it started his sophomore year. Sophomore through senior year was very productive. He's an absolute freak athlete. Uh, he's got a little work around the edges. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, small school guy. Yeah. He needs to figure himself out. Um, you know, get fit with a specific organization that wants mm-hmm. to bring in someone like him. Uh, I was looking at his stats, 55 tackles last year, eight and a half sacks, three forced fumbles and a fumble return. Uh, he did run a four five eight at the forty, so he will come off the line yeah. real quick. He's an athletic freak. At six foot six, two hundred sixty four pounds, absolutely. Marcus Davenport is up there. He is a day one guy, uh, getting drafted uh, on Thursday, April twenty sixth of the NFL draft. Yeah, another another day one guy. Let's go to Harold Landry, Boston College. He's up there. Um, he's like pure edge rusher guy. I don't think he's that strong against the run, which is. He's setting the edge and things like that, which is why I dropped him down to four. Um, think like Vic Beasley, Chandler Jones, th- those kind of guys in the NFL. I was thinking Vic Beasley also. Vic Beasley, you great son minds. son of a bitch. Great minds. Um, great player, though. My, you know, I looked up Harold Landry a little bit. Uh, in 2016, he did have 22 tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. 16 and a half were sacks. Seven forced fumbles. In 2017, it dropped down a little bit. He had eight and a half tackles for loss and five sacks. Uh, he has great ver- great burst, uh, uh, dip and rip guy. Uh, if he works on his hands a little bit when he gets to the league, he will be an automatic pro bowler. Not the first year, but within year two or three yeah. uh, in the league. Yeah. Uh, I want to go to my fifth guy because I think I have him higher than most. And really, I was watching, I was watching a film the other day. This guy came up. And he just popped. This guy has some of the best hands that I have seen in a while As from a defensive lineman. He's a D-end edge guy. It's Davin Bellamy from NC State. Mm. I've got him comped to J.J. Watt. And the reason is because he's not super hyped right now. Either was J.J. Watt coming out of college. But I think he could grow into something just as big as J.J. is now. Mm. I- great hands, great motor, motor especially. Huge motor. The guy never just never stops on play. I absolutely see that. Yeah. Uh, someone I had up there uh, towards the bottom in my top five, Deshaun Hand out of Alabama. Mm. Um, six foot four, two hundred ninety seven pounds. That's what he uh, his height and weight at the combine was. Uh, he was part of that uh, rich Bama defensive line rotation. Uh, all lean muscle, even though it is two hundred ninety seven pounds. Uh, he can go in either, you know, a four three or a three four. The only thing you need to think about though is he did get arrested in July of twenty seventeen. That's tough. Uh, he did get a DUI, but he got the DUI in a parked car while he was falling asleep at the wheel. Yeah, a little I mean, rough. And 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 don't get me wrong. There's organizations that aren't just gonna. They're not gonna fly with that whatsoever. Yeah, it's okay. But um. The NFL is not full of Saints. That's right. No, well, uh, there's 53 New Orleans Saints. I know that for a fact. Uh, <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> but Deshaun Hand, 6'4", literally 300 pounds. 
as a defensive end. I would be fucking worried of him coming off the edge. Um, some guys that to look for. I've said this name a lot, and I think it's on a lot of top five, so it's not really like a sleeper or anything. But uh, Ogbonio Okoronkwo. Damn, I'm getting better at that name. Anyway, this guy from Oklahoma, Okoronkwo. I've got him as a, like, his comp, Dante Hightower. It's pretty impressive. I think he would fit perfectly with the Patriots. He's a guy who can do a whole bunch of different things. He's an edge hybrid guy. Set the edge. Really good against the run. Can come off. I don't think he's a great athlete, and he's not great coming off the edge, which is why I put him uh, a little bit lower. But I think he gets in the right system, like a Patriots system. The guy's going to thrive. Well, I'll tell you this right now. Someone we haven't mentioned that's very, very up there, Rasheen Green at a University of Southern California. An actual Los Angeles native. Yeah. Um, he will be an impact starter for sure, but we need to be patient with him. Kind of like how the Bengals were with Carlos Dunlap. A uh, lot of hype with him. A lot of hype coming out of USC at 6'5", 275. He was eighth on on USC's team in tackles. He only had 43, but did have 10 sacks. Um, with all that hype, though, I definitely see Rasheen Green going in the first round on that first Thursday at the end of April. All right. You got a sleeper? A uh, deep guy? I do have a sleeper. Uh, Lorenzo Carter at Georgia. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> Long, rangy motherfucker. Yeah. Four, four, five, 40 guy. His arm length will take him very far in this league, will keep him in the league for a long time. Uh, he does need to put on a few more pounds to come off the edge. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying he's he's a first-round guy. He's definitely a round two, round three guy. Oh, um, okay. Uh, an, another guy on hand. Uh, no, I don't want to take. I don't want to take it. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, mine was Lorenzo Carter. Okay. That was my be- best yeah. sleeper. Blow it out your ass. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good one there. I've got him as like a fourth or fifth round guy. My comp on his Bud Dupree mm. from the Steelers. I think the thing is, so <laughs> go watch Lorenzo Carter play Alabama. That tape is unreal. They run at him a whole bunch. They've got in the natty, face, yeah, in the natty. They're facing pro line, pro linemen, and he pops them. He sets an edge for a smaller guy like you were talking about. Who needs to put on some weight. He sets an edge like nobody's business. Almost put him up above Harold Landry because of the way he he's like an edge rush guy, but he sets the edge and plays to run so well. But the thing is, is that he needs the he needs a blitz or a rush designed for him. He can't create his own as well as Harold Landry. That's why I put him down as a sleeper. But a great player who could absolutely end. I wouldn't be surprised to see a team reach up for him. No, absolutely not. In a hybrid guy. Uh, another guy real quick before we move on to tight ends. Uh, Chad Thomas out of the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, chain gang. Uh, defensive <laughs> chain guy. Yeah. Uh, six foot six, 281 pounds. He did have 41 tackles last year. 12 and a half. Uh, for a loss with five and a half sacks. Very versatile motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, just needs to work on the hands. He could bring himself uh, very far in this league. Uh, just really needs to show the numbers, though. Yeah. Uh, what I sh- he, he needs to put up those numbers in order for him to you know have a long-lasting career for, for a long, long time. Yeah, That's he- basically the only thing. Chad Thomas, uh, he will be a name you hear on Sundays uh, for the next decade. For and me, hopefully longer. For me, he dropped down a little bit because of like year year to year inconsistent production. I've got Sheldon Richardson as the comp for him, just because I didn't think 
on a play-to-play basis, he really gave the effort on you know play in play out, and I think like, Sheldon Richardson kind of picks his spots when he wants to dominate. If Chad if Chad Thomas can get to the point where he's giving consistent effort, he could dominate on every play. Absolutely. But those those are a bunch of different names. You want to just run? It, it, let me run down some of the names, just so you you've got them in your head for draft day. I'm not going to talk about them, but I just throw them out there for you. Names we didn't talk about. We gave you Arden Key, but didn't talk about him. Sam Hubbard, you'll hear you'll hear his name. He'll get drafted. Uh, we gave you Chad Thomas. The last one, Leon Jacobs from Wisconsin. Another guy you could potentially hear from probably later. But those are all the names. Keep them in your head for the draft. Sam Hubbard from Ohio State? Yeah. If your last name ain't Bosa, then fuck you. Wow. <laughs> Sam Hubbard's interesting. He, was a, he started at safety when he transferred to Ohio State, and they – and then he became a DN. So, guy with some good movement skills. You want to go to tight ends? Let's go tight ends. Go can, I start, tight ends. can I start with the tight ends? Dude, do it. Okay. Take it away, Bales. My numero uno. That's number one yep. tight end in this year's NFL draft. Dallas Goder out of South Dakota ah. State. The Jackrabbits. Yes. Jackrabbits. A small fucking team. That you have no idea what they're going to do. He is a combo tight end. Okay, He has been big time since the start. Okay, In 2013, he did redshirt. In 2014, he had 8 grabs for 100 yards. 2015, he had 26 grabs for 44 and 3. Touchdowns. 2016, 92 catches, 1,293 yards, and 11 touchdowns. 2017, 72 catches for 1,111 yards and 7 touchdowns. He got 12 yards under 3,000 yards for his entire career. He had 6 100-plus receiving yard games, including one where he had 8 catches for 170 yards against Missouri State in 2017. He did have one in 2016 where he had 8 grabs, 204 yards, and four as touchdowns. That's a damn tight end. Against Western Illinois, okay? Motherfucker can play, okay? He's been big time ever since he came in there. Talented pass-catching ability. He has incredible ball focus. People, from what I was reading, compare him to Zach Ertz. Um, mm. That's kind of close for how big he is, 6'5", 256. Uh, Zach Ertz is a good comparison, uh, and I might stick with that Zach Ertz comparison. That's pretty good. I don't, yeah, I I don't disagree with that one. I actually had he is my number one too, and I had him with Travis Kelsey as his comp. I think he's just got a little bit more side to side movement skills than Zach Ertz did. Kind of more explosive, pretty much. Uh, really, you get the ball in his hands, and, mm-hmm. and you're thinking he could he could get something done. Uh, really, at any time he gets the ball in his hands. So that's why I want Travis Kelsey, just because of like the the athlete background. And I think that Dallas Goddard is the one where they would regularly give him kind of a tight end around, which is almost a running play for the guy. So he's got he's athletic enough for coaches to trust him to almost put him in like a hybrid halfback tight end uh, scenario. And that's why I want Travis Kelsey. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Can I can I drop my number two? Go for it, man. Hayden Hurst. All right, well, South well, Carolina. We're agreed. AKA 
Heath Miller Jr. <laughs> We're the, agreed on one and two. He is the ultimate safety blanket. Okay, like Miller, a Heath Miller, like one. a Heath Miller, like a Dallas Clark. Yeah, out of nowhere. Okay, okay. Uh, his best game last year was against Georgia. He had seven catches for ninety three ninety three yards out of nowhere. For his career, he had a hundred total catches, twelve hundred and eighty one yards, three touchdowns. Throw in that one rushing touchdown he had. Okay, another big thing that I love was, and it's one thing you know. The NFL Combine, I feel like, is, you know, there's a lot of guys trying to make it in this league from 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 the Pacific to the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Hayden Hurst participated in every single event at the Combine, I appreciate that. You love that stuff. Man. I really appreciate it. that they put in the effort, Hayden put in the effort to make something of himself. And that could probably help. He could probably go late round one. Hey, think of this. New England. They have 23 and they have 31. Yeah. They need another tight end. Gronk's not going to be there forever. Yeah. Hurst could go in there. Hurst could do some Hurst could do some damage there. So we'll see. Uh, Hayden Hurst, he's my number two tight end. Who's your number two tight end? I'm with you with Hayden Hurst. Uh, I like the Heath Miller one. It's like the safety blanket thing. The comp, the comparison that I had, it's a safety blanket guy, but I think he was a little bit more athletic than like a Dallas Clark and a Heath Miller. So I went with Jeremy Shockey. Ooh, I like that. Jeremy Shockey. I love that. I absolutely love that. Great name. But yeah, the guy, is he's a go-get-it receiver. Put the ball up there, he's going to go get it. And I'm sure he likes his brews. uh, He's from South Carolina. They drink a lot of beer out there. Get after it, Gamecocks. Can I go number three? Number three. All right. My number three tight end, who they're saying is probably the number one tight end in this draft, Penn State tight end Mike Jacecki. Mm. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, like I said earlier, full yeah. combine participant. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big note about Mike, Mike Jacecki, 41 and a half inch vertical. Guy can jump. Explosive. And I'm not... And he's white. And he jumps 41 and a half <laughs> yards. 40 yards. He jumps 41 and a half inches in the air. Mike Jasicki. <laughs> and he's uh, white. I like he's that. great at changing speed on his routes. Uh, another good thing about him to know, in high school, he was a volleyball and basketball player, which means his hand-eye coordination is probably fucking superb. Yeah. Um, he will literally catch anything that's thrown his way. Um, a couple things about him that he might need to work on. Needs to definitely, you know, get stronger, put put a little more weight on him. Uh, you know, I was reading a lot about Mike Jasicki. Um, they're saying he's got some blocking issues. Uh, even though, <laughs> you know, we- even though he was blocking for Saquon Barkley. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Saquon had a fabulous year. Coming off probably Jasicki's like strong side. What do you mean bad blocking issues? Well, most of the tight ends in this draft aren't going to be big time blockers. Mm. Tight ends are transitioning into uh, receivers, right? No. So, but you're, that's what you're not. You're, that's not what you're looking for. You're not looking for a blocking tight end at the top of the draft. Mike Gesicki is my number three as well, and my comparison with him was Kyle Rudolph. Neither of them get a whole bunch of separation in their routes because Gesicki, I mean, he ran, he blew up because he ran a huge 40 time. 
the reason he runs dead is because he has really long strides, and yes, so he's not going to be much. he's not going to be game fast. He might be fast running in the forty, but he's not going to be as fast on the field in a game because you can't take those huge long strides. So he's not going to have great separation, but he's a great receiver anyway. He goes and gets it. So Kyle Rudolph, him, get a, get him with a good quarterback who throws on time. He'll be fine. I was reading some stuff. Uh, and I think it's a little too far, a little too soon. Uh, uh, a comparison to Jimmy Graham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I don't think he's as athletic and as and he's not as quick, so he's not going to get the separation Jimmy Graham does. Jimmy Graham dusts people when he wants to, or when he's not in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> no ads. No, yeah, I guess no ads for Seahawks. Yeah, so Gesicki. Good. Go to number four. My number four is Ian Thomas out of Indiana. Wow. Okay. He, uh, he, 6'4", 259 pounds. I definitely see him being a third-round guy. Okay. That's day two of the NFL draft. Very talented, but very raw. Okay. A couple big things about him. He did score two touchdowns against the Ohio State Buckeyes, uh, a, a national semifinal uh, team. Uh, for this year's college football playoff. Uh, you know, there were a couple of things about his childhood. I did read about, his, you know, his parents did die at a very young age. Damn. Uh, he was raised by his older siblings, so good for him. He did go to community college. Uh, coming into uh, the Division One ranks, he was the number two junior college tight end uh, before Indiana gave him a call and was like, hey, Ian, my guy, come my play guy. for us. My uh, guy. He is a very short route. He is a short route guy for sure. Very well proportioned. Uh, and I definitely see him being NFL ready. Uh, the numbers aren't there. But his style, even though he's four inches shorter than this guy that I'm about to tell you, from the film watching Ian Thomas, he reminds me so much of Delaney Walker. Wow. Absolute. That's it's literally like watching... High praise. No, and, the, and Delaney Walker is a fantastic comparison Yeah. Um, um, to be compared to. Uh, absolute. I think Ian Thomas could... I'm not saying he's going to Tennessee, but he's going to go to an offense that could... He could help someone out, kind of like Delaney Walker has helped out the Tennessee Titans the last few years. Yeah. Like Who's your that. number four? My number four is Troy Fumagalli from the Badgers of Wisconsin. Uh, solid tight end. You know, I think I have his comparison with Julius Thomas because that's what he is. He's a solid tight end who's not a freak athlete, but a good athlete, can do everything for you. Uh, he'll block. I mean, he went to Wisconsin, so you know he's going to block. He might not be great at it, but he's also going to be good at it. He's just good, good across the board. Absolutely. Uh, I totally see that, being a Big Ten guy, having that Big Ten Midwestern grit. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see that totally happening. Let's go to number fives. Who's your number five? My number five is Mark Andrews. Fuck you, because Mark Andrews is my number five. <laughs> you fucking asshole. It makes sense. Uh, six foot five, two hundred fifty-six pound Mark Andrews, out of the University of Oklahoma. Last year, he was speaking of safety blanket. He was Baker Mayfield's safety blanket, as he had sixty-two grabs. For 958 yards and eight touchdowns, uh, something something also good to note. He did have 22 touchdowns in his entire career. 
like another like I've said before, he was a full combine participant. Huge red zone guy. Huge red zone yeah. guy. Big target. Can literally move and find whatever soft spot in the coverage. Um, you know, he's not the best blocker, even though Oklahoma was 19th in total rush offense. Mm-hmm. My ultimate comparison of Mark Andrews, when I was watching his highlight tape on YouTube, no ads. <laughs> no ads to YouTube. <laughs> they don't need it. Fuck them. They give us those fucking ads. They give them yeah, two the, ads. One at the beginning, one at the end now? Making Fuck me, you, YouTube. Making me wait? Fuck you. You kidding me? Uh, no, Mark Andrews reminds me exactly of Hunter Henry. Wow. Los Angeles Chargers. I know how you feel about Hunter Henry. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> My dog, HH. Wow. Double H. In the house. That's big, that's big stuff for Mark Andrews. I'm not quite as high on him as you are. Why not? With the, Why I mean, not? I like him. The thing is, okay. He's a round three guy. It's, possibly round four. Yeah. Yeah, I have Zach Ertz on here. I'm higher on Zach Ertz than I am on Mark Andrews. That was more of a physical comparison than it is a mental comparison because I think Zach Ertz is a better all-around football player than Mark Andrews is, but they move similarly. I think a lot of Mark Andrews' stuff came from the offense that he was in. That's my only worry with him was why I drop him. But, hey, I think all of these guys are going to contribute. One thing just in general to say about tight ends Expect more tight ends than you th- than you think would usually go in a draft to start going in these upcoming drafts. Teams, offenses in general in the NFL are going to more uh, double tight end sets because of all the formations that you can do with it and the personnel settings. And so teams need, they really want a guy, I mean, look at the Eagles from the Super Bowl. They really want a guy who is a receiving tight end and a guy who can get in and block and do all the stuff. They're Brent Selleck. Well, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, just see, just look to see more tight ends, probably. Uh, I will say this. Um, I know there are a lot of teams that are looking for a tight end. Just off the top of my head, the Lions. Off the top of my head, the Seahawks. The Ravens love tight ends. Joe Flacco loves They the love tight him end so much, position. why can't they keep one healthy? I have no idea. There's a lot of other teams. Yeah. Um, a whole lot of teams are looking for them. Uh, and, and maybe even teams we're, we're not even like fully thinking of. Yeah. Um, but these guys will also will always find a home in the league. Um, I'm excited to see some of these guys play. Godert is dope. Uh, yeah. Mark Andrews is really dope. Mike Jasicki's dope. Ian Thomas would be a good feel good would be a good feel good story. Yeah. Um, Hayden Hurst, you know, Heath Miller, kind of boring, but, you know. It gets the job done. Gets the job done. All of these tight ends are going to get the job done. and expect to see big-time highlights from some of them, especially the top three. They're going to get it done. I'm going to run down a couple of names for you next up, sleeper types, just so that when you hear their name called at the draft, you think, where did I hear that name? Oh, yeah, it was the goddamn Bold Nonsense podcast. Here are the names. Will Disley from Washington. Mm. Shout out to all our uh, Washington listeners. We've got a bunch of them. Pac-12 guy. Including D. Heggie, who you're going to hear on Sunday. Is he uh, a Cougar fan? I don't know. Yes, he's got boys up there. He's a Cougar guy, not, not a Husky both, guy? Both. He's got he's boys a both. up in uh, Seattle and uh, Pullman. So he'll know Will Disley. 
You got Jalen Samuels, NC State, Durham Smythe, Notre Dame. Big Notre Dame guy. Big Notre Dame Who's guy. Who's a big Notre Dame what guy? Up? It's me. At Walsh Disney. It's at Walsh Disney. Also, Dalton Schultz from Stanford and Jordan Thomas from Mississippi State. Let's just, just remember where you heard those names for the first time. It was in the Bold Nonsense podcast. But that's all we have for you today. Let's get the fuck out of here. Huh? Hey, guys? 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 I'm, I'm get the fucking, fuck out of here? I'm fucking down. Hey. We have finally figured out fact check roundup. We figured out today, like on the pod, yeah. while the red light was on, we figured out how we're gonna do it. Just gonna community, yeah, community this bitch. And we're just you gonna got time, do. It. We're you just got gonna, time to do it. We're gonna do it in the living room. Fuck the garage. Yeah, it's way way warmer in here, and we way have better. and we have internet, so that always <laughs> helps. Uh, next week, make sure you're gonna get the news. You always do. I'll probably stop saying that at some point because you can expect it. We're going to continue the NFL draft positions. We're going to get the hog mollies done. O-line, D-line types. We're going to have your our Masters reactions. We're going to we're going to go off on the Masters. We're gonna, I'm so hyped for it. Yes. And we're going to have a very NBA-centered podcast for the NBA playoffs. Which we've is been starting talking, next weekend. We've been talking a lot of NFL. We always do. We probably will talk some more next week. But it's time to get into the NBA. We're going to bring that to you. The NBA fever. I will tell you this. The NBA playoffs is better than March Madness. Probably, Hopefully it will be this year. Although March Madness wasn't terrible. Loyola Chicago, I'll remember them. They were fun. But let's hope the NBA playoffs are awesome. As always, go fund us. You'll, it, you can find that at GoFundMe.com slash Senseless in Texas. Kind of running out of time there, but, but we're going to continue it. Uh, we might start another one just for like general podcast improvements so we can make all this better. Thank you to our first donator. At Kalen Clendenin, Okinawa, Japan. But thank you, sir. Appreciate it. International donation. International Shout out to that guy. If, if, that guy, if that guy's donating from Japan. Why aren't you donating from America? <laughs> America. Love us. America. Show us the love. Show us the love on the GoFundMe.com slash Senseless in Texas. Show us the love on Twitter at Bold underscore Nonsense. Or on Instagram, Bold.Nonsense, if that's, that's more your fancy. It is for Kramer. Yes, sir. You're more of an IG guy, as he said. No, or you, no emails. Or you, can no email, emails. or you can email us at BoldNonsensePodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, just don't, just don't personally email Kramer. No. See, he's not an email guy. No. Not a professional. Don't have email. Grow up, Kramer. Don't have email. <laughs> Don't have it. Don't have it. Email. Electronic mail. No. They asked for it on the resume. I'm just like, N-A. <laughs> no. N-A. Still has a great job. Got to get it done. We worked around it. Yes. Expect the show on Saturdays. That's when we record on Fridays. And this week, you can expect one on Sunday because we're just cool like that. So you better fucking get ready for two days of fucking nonsense. Stay yep. tuned for Sunday. You will not want to miss this guest. You will not want to miss this guest. Remember, we're your weekend listen, so go find us on iTunes. And go fund us on GoFundMe.com. Slash Senseless in Texas. Find us on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the subscribe and rate us and review us. We want to hear your input so we can tailor this podcast to you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, just by the way. And if you guys don't understand that we're on iTunes, let me put it in this way. We're on the Apple Podcast Store. Is that better? Do you understand? Apple now go rate podcast. and review. It's an app. It's a podcast app. 
So you go to the, the App Store app, and then you download the podcast app. And you hit and subscribe. Then you, then you go to the search function of that app, and you find Bold Nonsense. B-O-L-D space N-O-N-S-E-N-S-E. That's and, not hard. And then there's a subscribe button, and then there's a rate button, and there's a review button. If you do all of those things... You might get a then t-shirt. You'll get, then you'll get to listen uh, to our dumbasses every weekend. You'll get to hear three fucking dumbasses. Those dumbasses are at Walsh Disney, which is myself. I am at St. Bales. That is myself. And I'm at Still Smooth. Is that yourself? Mm, yeah, let's go with that. Sure, fine. Why not? If you love it, love us. Hey, cheers. You're the best. Much love. very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.